Hey lady, welcome to the Elevate Her podcast. I am your host, Rebecca Mariuki, leadership coach, career queen, twin mom, and wife. If you are ready to step into the level 2.0 version of yourself, girl, you've just found yourself a cheering squad that will help you do just that and even more. From one career woman to another who navigated the challenges of being a black woman in a profession that lacked diversity with no rule book to help me figure out the keys to climbing the corporate ladder, I am on a mission to change this scene for good. In the last few years of my 10-year career, I not only overcame the challenges that held me back from the mid-level career slump I found myself in, but unlocked the doors to land big promotions in my career, become a director at just the age of 32 in the largest global audit firm, get my confidence game on and become a trusted leader. If you are ready to shake off the self-doubt that's been holding you back, uncover your value, get seen, promoted, and paid like the leader you deserve to be without more degrees, qualifications, or inauthentic networking tactics, stay tuned because you are about to get elevated. Roll out the red carpet because doors to the Elevate Collective are now open and it's bigger and better than before. The Elevate Collective is a six-month-long group coaching program for Black women in middle management who are ready to step into their next level of leadership as directors and VPs, getting seen, paid, and promoted as the leaders they deserve to be. This is the third time I am running the collective and so proud of the 13 women who who have successfully gone through the program. And for a program that I only open up twice a year, with more than half of these women having secured promotions within just six months of being in the collective, this just speaks to the power of the results that women are getting by leaning into the power of coaching, mentorship, and community and taking massive action through the Elevate Collective process. That's not all. In the collective, we have celebrated women getting over 30% plus pay raises, irresistible leadership job offers, promotions in their current organizations while looking for new job opportunities elsewhere. I mean, how better does it get? This is truly the place you want to be if you are ready to activate your leadership in a way that you have never done before. But I won't lie. In the collective, we take massive action. We embody the next leadership version of ourselves before the promotion is even an offer on the table. And we are 1000% committed to creating the career and leadership that we desire. We don't wait, we create. At this point, you might be thinking, how much is this program going to cost me? I want you to flip that question on its head and ask yourself, how much is it costing you not to get the mentorship support and accountability from a woman who looks like you and who has achieved the highest levels of corporate success and exactly what you want for your career? Being overlooked for a promotion, even after exceeding expectations in your last performance rating, money left on the table because you didn't have the blueprint and the confidence to ask for what you deserve, unrecoverable confidence taxes that keep you playing small when you really ought to be playing in the big leagues, influencing strategy and making decisions at a high level in your organization. The Elevate Collective is for the women who's finding ways to make it happen and knows that the cost of maintaining the status quo is far too high for her to be thinking of mentorship as a cost instead of an investment in her long-term personal growth and career advancement. 
in the collective, you will have absolute clarity on your next big move and leadership vision. You will learn my leadership identity method to unlock director level energy and confidence in your career every single day. You'll eliminate imposter syndrome for good and have a formidable executive presence. You'll create a leadership brand that attracts leadership opportunities. You will grow your dream network of cheerleaders, advocates, and rainmakers to accelerate your leadership ambitions. You'll learn the framework to become potently visible, even if you're an introvert like me. You'll learn how to negotiate like a boss and become the no-brainer choice for the next leadership promotion that is on the table. A few things I'd like you to take a mental note of. We limit the number of spots in each cohort of the Elevate Collective. And as I mentioned earlier, we only open up the collective twice a year. So this is the first of your two chances to get in the collective. And if the results speak for itself, I would get in immediately. We are already 30% full If you're ready to go all in and get seen, paid and promoted into senior leadership in 2024, applications to the collective are now open, but the price is going up on December 31st, 2023. So get your application in before then. The link to the application is in the show notes. All you need to do is submit your application. My team will get back to you within 24 hours with the next steps where we'll go through the through the details and get you signed up if you're a good fit for the program. We start on January 22nd, 2024, and I cannot wait to pop the virtual champagne and formally welcome you into the Elevate Collective. Let's get back to the show. One of the things that I see women do when they achieve success, when they have a big accomplishment and milestone in their career, they do not go back and look at whether the support system that they have is going to support them in their next level of leadership or their next era of their career. And one of the things I learned in 2024, which for me was a stretch year, because This was my first year with a child in primary school and two kids in a different school. And this was my second year as a director. And so, you know, the honeymoon phase of learning the ropes and getting used to this new level of leadership that had passed. And this was also my first year in my coaching practice with three coaching programs running simultaneously. And so my plate was literally in overflow and I'm grateful for it. But I realized because of how I was stretching and how I was expanding into this, you know, new sort of norm that I hadn't experienced before, there were certain identities I needed to leave behind. There were certain people I needed to leave behind because I no longer had capacity to be around certain people. Neither did I want to because the pity party sort of groups where they're just complaining, where they're just talking about how the economy is bad, that was actually not serving me. And there were habits that also couldn't go with me. And I probably need to come back and do an entire episode on what this looked like, but I really want to focus on the support system. And some of the habits that I realized could not go with me was being the superwoman, aka imposter syndrome, must in this glorious, in inverted commas, glorious title or glorious word called superwoman. 
and I realized that I was being the superwoman quite a lot in my life, but I had sort of rephrased it in my mind as, oh, well, I'm just being a great mom. Oh, well, I am just, you know, doing the best for my family. Oh, well, I am being there for my team like a leader is expected to be. But you know what? You know who was, you know, on getting the raw deal from this? It was me. My self-care in 2022 was not where it needed to be. And for, I would say, the first few months of 2023. And so I drew a line in the sand and I said, no, this is not what being an amazing mom, an amazing wife, a great team leader looks like. I need to build a support system around me so that I can create more capacity for me to have self-care, for me to have the level of self-compassion, for me to fill into my cup so that I can be the great mom, so that I can be the great leader for the team that I was leading or that I still am leading. And so I looked into where could I create more support for me? And, and I looked at this from the perspective of me, not even my kids, my husband, my spouse, my team. I looked at it from this perspective of me, what was going to create more time for me to focus on what truly was important, what was literally going to give me my sanity back because I felt like it was kind of disappearing, especially at the start of the year, and what was going to ensure that my loved ones felt supported in the areas that I deprioritized from being the first owner of. And when I say first owner of, so for example, instead of me being the one who comes home and cooks, if I am going to outsource that to someone else, how can I ensure that my loved one still feels supported in this process? So maybe it is they give suggestions on what dishes they want the chef to cook. Maybe they give suggestions on things that the chef can do differently or better, right? So that they're still feeling supported, even though I am not the driver or I am not the one who is primarily responsible for that. Yes, I am ultimately responsible, but I am not the first owner of that activity. Okay. So this is what my elevated director level support system looked like. First of all, mentorship. I have been unapologetic about investing in myself ever since I started doing this about, it's actually now three, three and a half years ago. And this year alone, I have invested, I was doing the math the other day, and I've invested over 20,000 US dollars this year alone in my personal growth and development. Now I have different coaches. This has not gone to just one coach. I have a coach for my coaching practice. I have a coach who supports me with LinkedIn. I have a coach for my mindset. And so I, I hire different people for different reasons. And I realized that I needed to continue doing this because it was serving me. It was part of my renewed commitment to take care of myself. My mentors have been instrumental in giving me different perspective, in helping me avoid costly mistakes that they made on their journey to whatever it is that I hired them for. My mentors have also been so important in calling me to rise to a new level. And calling me to rise to a new level looks like this. First of all, when you're in a room with other women who are highly, highly ambitious, like ultra ambitious, they know where they're going. First of all, the level of conversation is different. 
and it's not conversations you can just have with just anyone. And that alone has really taken me to to a different height, to a different level. And it has it has made me see things from a completely different perspective. It has made me make moves that I would be totally afraid of, like literally trembling in my boots if I were to try to do them maybe even 12 months ago when I didn't have this level of support in my life. And so, you know, before I continue with what my elevated support system looks like, I want you to ask yourself, do you have people around you that you can call true mentors who are calling you to rise? to a new level, who are calling you to elevate into a new level of leadership, of identity, of where you are going? Very, very important question. And depending on what the answer to that question is, you can make a decision right away that you are going to get the support you need, that you are going to lean into the power of mentorship, and that you are not going to try and do this thing on your own and DIY it if you want to make smart moves, okay? Now, the alternative is trying to do it on your own, which can be costly, which can take a lot of time, which can result in mistakes, in detours. And some of those learning lessons are important, but why would you want to do career, life, whatever it is that's important to you now? Maybe you want to elevate your financial wellness. Why would you want to do that alone when you can do it with other people who are going places, who are maybe even 10 steps ahead of you, who you can learn from literally just by hearing them speak and the conversations they are having. Okay, food for thought. I am lovingly sharing this with you and lovely, lo- lovingly shoving you, right? One of my mentors talks about love and shove. That's what I am doing right now, but from a place of love because I want the best for you. Okay, so moving on in my career, when it came to building my team, which I had already started in 2022, but 2023, I lost some really good people in my team. And so I remember in 2022, I gave this sort of non-negotiable to my team leader. And I said, look, I need to have managers in this team. If I am going to move from manager to director, there needs to already be people who are going to be potentially filling in the manager position within the next six to 12 months. Otherwise, there will be a gap and then I'll have to do the work of a director and a manager and I'll never have the time to focus on the things that are truly important in my new role. And so even up to now, I'm still in team building phase, but I think I have made quite a lot of progress this year and I've taken a lot, I've invested a lot of time in my team building, in my team growth, because when you have a team you can rely on, you can then get yourself out of the minute detail and focus on the bigger picture and focus more on using your brain, using your mind to support the strategic initiatives, to support the strategic direction of your team, as opposed to being in the nitty gritty details, which just keeps you in that busy, busy, busy mode and can then also lead to resentment. Okay, so I definitely spend a lot more time on building my team when it comes to my career and the support I leaned into than anything else in sort of my role as a director. And then lastly, when it comes to home support. Now, this is going to look different depending on where you are in the world, right? In 
my part of the world, hiring help is relatively affordable. Okay. Now, again, depending on where you are, depending on what your income looks like, you're going to need to use discernment to make a decision of whether this is something that you're investing in. And remember, I made these decisions not even from the place of, oh, now I'm a director, but I made these decisions from a place of who do I want to be? I want to be a successful mom. I want to, I don't want to work for, I don't want to be a house mom. That's something I know I don't want to do, but I also am not available for being a work director who is totally unavailable to her kids. That's not the kind of life I am building. And so I made these decisions from a place of where am I going as opposed to where am I now? Okay. So in the home place, I looked at getting a chef on a more regular basis. So every Monday he comes and prepares meals for us and packs them. And so we have meals. Usually they go up to Thursday. Sometimes they go up to Wednesday and then it's like panic mode. But usually they go up to Thursday, sometimes Friday if we're pushing it. And so we have, you know, our meals, they're healthy. And we're also in that way taking care of ourselves. Okay. I also invested heavily in my fitness this year. So in episode 118, I talked about what I learned from making a decision to learn how to play tennis. And I invested in that. It wasn't free. I invested in a coach. I invested in hiring the courts. I invested in buying the equipment, but it has helped me take care of my body. It has helped me feel more energetic from a physical standpoint. And so that has also been part of my support system. And I've also learned and harvested some of the learnings from there into the other areas of my life. Okay. We also made the decision when my son went to a new school to get a full-time driver. And oh my goodness, that has been one of the saving graces. (laughs) That has been one of the best decisions we made this year. Because if I can just count the amount of time that I have saved by having someone who can, you know, move me around with the kids, I also now get to still do the school drop, but I don't have to be the one driving. And this is something I had to let go of with that superwoman identity that I shared earlier. I had to let go of the fact that I did not need to be the one in the driver's seat of the car to say that I dropped my kids off to school. I could get someone else to do it and then I could sit on the passenger seat and then have a decent conversation with my kids on the way to school. Okay. And so other areas of support that have been there before. So this is not the first year that I have invested, you know, getting support from the house in the form of my house helps. And I also now get someone on Sundays. So before I didn't used to have someone on Sundays. Now I get someone on Sundays who comes in. And so in the afternoon, she takes care of the kids. And then I and my my partner, my spouse are able to have one or two hours of, you know, just time off, whether it's taking a nap, whether it's, you know, going out to do something that we like, like taking a walk, or sometimes I even go out and play tennis. But it has really helped because then I am not stressed on the way from church thinking about how I need to cook, how I need to do all the things. And tomorrow is Monday. And, you know, already just stressing myself up unnecessarily. Okay, that is what my elevated system looks like. And of course, I cannot not mention that having a supportive spouse has been huge. 
And I just came from an accountant's dinner. It's called the Association of Women Accountants of Kenya. And the guest speaker was an ex-partner at an audit firm. And she was saying how having her husband be so supportive and understanding of her job and the demanding you know, nature of her job was really, really useful. And I can vouch for this, especially this year, because boy, my son's school, like the amount of activities that parents need to be involved in, it's almost like a full-time job. <laughs> and we joke about this a lot with my husband because there was literally a week where my husband was at my son's school. I was traveling. I had gone for work outside of the country and he was at the school like three out of the five days of the week. He had gone to the school for like one or two hours attending an event or whether it was a school play or whether it was a football camp. I mean, there's so much that goes on there. And if you are trying to be the one to weight lift all that alone, it can be tough. And I am totally cognizant of the fact that there are single moms out there, but look to where you can lean into other family members. So maybe it's your mom. Maybe your mom can help you attend some of the events. Maybe your mom can help you, you know, support your your child if they're interested in a specific sport. And so it doesn't have to be you going to the football camp every single Saturday. I mean, if you can make that time investment amazing, but if it's a stretch for you right now, get support. All right. I hope you have enjoyed this episode. I cannot wait to see you in the next one. Have a lovely one ahead. And remember, get the support as soon as, even not as soon, before you get to the next level of leadership, start thinking of what your elevated support system will look like. All right. I will see you next week. Thank you for listening to the Elevate Her podcast. If you found this helpful, I would be forever grateful if you left a review of the show right here on iTunes or your favorite podcast listening app. If you would like more support and inspiration to elevate your career, go ahead and connect with me on LinkedIn at Rebecca Morioki. Or if you're an Instagram girl, let's connect over there. See you on the next show.